0: This is a Crypto Finance podcast. We are holding internal knowledge sessions and publish selected episodes to share our know-how and experience with you. Let's talk about the upcoming Bitcoin Cash fork. But I would like to, to take this, this opportunity. I will not talk about what sides are there to this fork because those are two reasons, uh, because all of that is like evolving in real time. And what I thought to be true last week is no longer true already now. So none of this will age well, and I think there is really no no additional benefit in in, in having these sites. But let's talk about how, wh- what what's happening here, right? Why why is this happening? I would like to go back to one session that I think we even published the technology stack of of blockchain. Uh, where I talked about some of these things where I argued, okay, you very much not like the Aussie layer where you build one to the other, which would sort of imply that Bitcoin is built on top of blockchain. That's not true. That's not how this how this works. It's, it's very much intertwined and has to be intertwined. Blockchain powers Bitcoin and Bitcoin powers blockchain. There is no layering to it. Um, but that you, that you can make a very good organizational thing by, by just talking about, okay, you have the, the protocol, the node, uh, the application, so, and then the, the user interacting through that. And what I, uh, what I talked about a lot when I, during that session was also to argue about how can these things be changed, and um, that it's very difficult and very consequential to have a, a, a fork, a, a change in rules or a change in behavior in the protocol level. That's a fork, but that you also have a, a, a small button called uh, "fork me" uh, on GitHub on the Bitcoin repository. That's also a fork, but if you fork that, no consequence whatsoever. But at the same time, implementations. So and this is I would like to have a discussion about this as well uh, because I'm, I'm I did not make up my mind yet because um, on the one hand I would always argue and I did argue in the past that that the, the, the maintainers of the Bitcoin repository on GitHub have zero power whatsoever. Like, um, if they would misbehave, people would use another, uh, another fork, another implementation, they, they have nothing there. But at the same time, it happened in the past, and this is what I would like to investigate in a few examples here, and also on the current example, it happened in the past that political ideas, technology ideas, change ideas, gathered around existing implementations and and those things then led and will lead to force. So there seems to be more power than zero but less than absolute power because you, you cannot do, cannot just make changes. counter is actually user-activated software UASF uh, where the community wanted something that the bitcoin github repository was not willing to, to include uh, they wanted to um, outlaw having blocks that do not signal segwit. There there was a, a rather spontaneous gathering around changing and around running a different node implementation or a slightly modified node implementation. Um, so, on that side, but around the Bitcoin repository, the, the power of that implementation seems to be very limited. I would argue there the power is more with the idea, the ideology. Uh, and less so with the implementation, but in other cases, it's more gathered around people, around implementations um, that leads to problems. Was that, sorry, was that like a temporary fork? We decided to activate this uh, flag or whatever to. or oh, this user activated software. Yeah. Uh, so the story about user activated software, um, that was around the time when. Bitcoin. So we, we had the block size debate. People wanted to increase the block size already, like starting 2015, 2016. I think we had a session about that. Started with Gavin Andreessen uh, suggesting um, BIP 101 for uh, increasing the block size to 8 megabyte. At the time, there was a fork of the Bitcoin code base called Bitcoin XT, maintained by Mike Kern, who started this Bitcoin XT uh, not because he intended to change anything on the protocol level. He started that because he needed uh, a bit of additional peer-to-peer functionality. He wanted to have an endpoint that looks up UTXOs for an point. So very, very very basic stuff. Nobody, I mean, it was not not merged into into the Bitcoin repository because it was too specific. But nobody was really upset about him forking the code for that. But when BIP101 came around and Bitcoin repository did not um, include that, Mike Hearn did. In his Bitcoin XT, and um, it was there was not the reason why it was in, founded, um, but this is why it, why it started, why it gained some traction. And so um, that went on for a while. Nobody could agree on anything. I will not repeat all the the, of the um, block size discussion, uh, but then came uh, SegWit, and SegWit activation uh, was very much intertwined with the uh, with this block size debate and. SegWit was wrongly advertised as uh, a scaling solution, or actually as, um, as as increasing the block size. Otherwise, it would probably have been less controversial. But really, I don't want to go there. It's, it's a whole other um, mm-hmm. hornet's nest. So there were two things. There was, there was the SegWit activation that neared its deadline. Um, the SegWit proposal was up for a year. This year would run out so in August 2017. And if it's not approved by then, developers would, would need to set up a new soft fork um, proposal and would probably not never get it approved at any time. So what happened at the time was that, that there was the, I mean, in order to activate that, 95% of the last thousand blocks would need to signal that they are SegWit ready. They would just have to sit, set one bit in the in the block header um, to just say, okay, it's fine with me. I will not break down if you activate SegWit now. This was not intended as some kind of voting, but just as a signaling mechanism. That was in my Bitcoin Core? This was done by Bitcoin Core, yes. But when it looked like uh, SegWit is not going to be activated um, before, before the, the proposal runs out, people were getting a bit more desperate, and some people started a user-activated soft fork. They said, okay, uh, let's do it such that uh, we don't actually need 95%. Uh, we can do with 51%, and just censor every block that does not signal for SegWit, because uh, this signaling was being mistreated as some sort of, of voting, and 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 well, there was some political power struggle that was also involving Bitmain and ASIC boost, and it was a really messy messy time. I don't have any of that on my on my uh, notes, <laughs> so that was not the intention, but that happened at the time. So, it, the Bitcoin Core repository decided to not have this censoring of non-signaling blocks in their code base, but people <laughs> wanted that anyways. Now, I was one of them. I was very much in that camp. Uh, people were running a node then that would just not listen to anybody who does not agree with SegWit, would censor that, essentially. I was not a miner; I was just a user, but I would still have uh, not considered anything valid on my node at home um, that, does, that is not included in block that signals for SegWit. But that was an example where where political power or community power was actually, actually exercised outside of the Bitcoin core GitHub repository, and it still worked. Like there was uh, was quite a bit of um, of um, momentum behind that. That thing at the same time gave rise to the birth of uh, Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin Cash started on 1st of August, um, 2017, um, same time as the user activated soft fork activated. Uh, The first node implementation of Bitcoin Cash, there were two, one is Bitcoin Unlimited, which started in 2016. Unlimited meaning there is not a fixed block size, but a block size that is being voted on by miners in each block. And then there's the other one, Bitcoin ABC. And I actually do not know what Bitcoin ABC stands for. Uh, The meme header that ABC stands for ASIC Boost Compatible, uh, uh, that's another story. So with the people that were not happy with, with this happening, with the rather radical move, to be honest, to, to censor. Um, in the end, nobody had to be censored because just the threat of doing that, the user to software actually did the trick already. The, this rather radical move um, was not taken lightly by many that wanted to increase the block size instead of doing this SegWit, which is kind of an, in, in de facto block size increase plus additional scalability improvements, but wanted the, the, the brute force increase. Then BCH, Bitcoin Cash was, was came into existence then on, on 1st of August, 2017. Uh, there was always the struggle about the names. What is Bitcoin, what is Bitcoin Cash? I can talk about it now in hindsight and nobody will get mad at me if I would have used the word Bitcoin Cash for this thing that increased the block size at the time, people would have killed me for that straight away. One thing that people were less concerned about and probably they wouldn't have been more concerned if they would have understood the consequences is the ticker symbol. I will come back to ticker symbols later, but people were less upset there. BTC belonged to the Bitcoin.org version of Bitcoin. BCH belonged to the one that increased the block size. BCH also then dark as Bitcoin Cash. That's their story. So there was also SegWit2x, um, that thing was hilarious, it was dead on arrival. It, it, it was actually, it, it gathered 80% of hash rate behind it, which is significant, it still did not take place uh, because it was um, canceled last minute by an email signed by six people. So if, if, that, if we have that level of centralization then we can make the decision with six people and it's already over essentially. But the good thing is that it was canceled last second because if it would not, it would have been literally dead on arrival because there was an off by one error in the activation code, uh, and it would never have activated. The the rules were just inconsistent. Um, The first first block after the fork um, has to be above one megabyte for that thing to actually activate. Otherwise, it's not activating. But only the one after that would have been allowed to be above one megabyte. So then there was in 2018, 15th of November. Please remember this date. It will become relevant again later. 15th of November, 2018. Uh, that was when when we already had crypto storage up and running for a few months and we, we had to deal with these things as they came in. Uh, there was the Bitcoin Cash fork into Bitcoin Cash ABC and Bitcoin Cash SV. That was the, the discussion between Roger Ver, who was on the Bitcoin Cash ABC side and Craig Wright, who was on the Bitcoin Cash SV side. SV for Satoshi's vision and ABC, I still don't remember what this stands for. <laughs> It was, again, the same discussion, both claimed to be the actual Bitcoin Cash. Um, both demanded to have that ticker symbol, BCH, because at the time they, they knew that the ticker symbol actually may be more important than the name. And we had to deal with So there was no replay protection. Do you know what replay protection is? No. Replay protection is the binary format of the transaction, if that differs between one chain and the other. If you have two examples, one is Ethereum, Ethereum Classic. There was actually one, one fork without prepay protection that was quite messy. Because what, what, what happens if you have a fork and the transaction format is not different between the parts of the fork, then this means that whatever transaction you do on one side of the fork is also a valid transaction on the other side of the fork. Right? It just uh, might not have been broadcast to the other side, but everybody who who observes it from the outside, can just take the one that, that relatively happened on one side, take that out there, broadcast it in the other network, and it will also happen there. So that that led, in the phase, in case of Ethereum Classic, led to people uh, transferring Ethereum and Ethereum Classic in cases where they only wanted to transfer one of them and led to economic loss. Biggest part on Coinbase side, actually, because they were a long time under the impression that they will not support Ethereum Classic and people were withdrawing Ethereum, also getting the Ethereum Classic, then they would split those i'll talk about in a second about how that works and would send the ethereum back and withdraw it again <laughs> get another round of ethereum classic so if you if there is no replay protection then uh, the user has to care about that himself forget ethereum now how would that work or how did that work in the in the bitcoin cash abc bitcoin cash sv um side which also did not have replay protection I mean, we had to do that, right? Um, we we as crypto storage, we, we spend the night there helping our clients separate their coins so that they can, without any danger, move them independently of each other, um, without risking that, that the second part is also more. So, how do you do that? How do you make sure that something can only happen on one side and not on the other side? Well, actually it's it's very easy. You just uh, create a transaction that has, I mean, um if I have a, a batch of, say, 1,000 BCH, and I want to make sure that they are separate from each other, right? that, I, that I move this on one chain and I don't move it on the other, or I move it in a different way on the other, all I have to do is I have to, to get, like, one cent worth of, of Bitcoin cash that only exists on one of the two chains and not on the other, and have to create one transaction that takes this one cent and my 1,000 Bitcoin, and spends them together to a new location. That transaction can only happen on the one side. So this hash only exists on one, this hash doesn't exist on the other, and I can from then on move them on without any further risk. How do I get one, one cent worth of Bitcoin cash that only exists on one of the two sides? It's also very easy. Uh, there are two ways. You can, you can take some existing Bitcoin cash, can, can just sign two different transactions, one sending it to A, one sending it to B, broadcast one on one, one on the other, either it works, you split it, and they only they exist separate of each other, or did not work, somebody was faster and broadcast it, um, like replayed it to the other chain, then you try again until it works. Mm-hmm. And there's, no, there's no risk in that because you're only transferring funds between addresses that you own. Uh, the other way is, the, the much safer way, is uh, you get uh, funds that, uh, that have been freshly mined on that chain, um, a, like a, a mining reward only exists on one of the two chains. And this is what we did. We, we got um, funds um, for our clients, that, that like $1 worth of funds that only existed on one of the two chains. We, we got that into the bunch of funds that our clients held with us, helped them do the transaction to actually merge that. They had to approve that, obviously, because it's like on their addresses. Um, but from then on, they could move it independently of each other. On the other side, the Bitcoin Bitcoin Cash fork of 2017, that thing had replay protection. And also replay protection is kind of, everybody agrees that it's cleaner to have replay protection. Right? Then you don't have to do the struggle that I just explained, it's just, this can be very simple. Like, um, it can be as simple as saying, okay, uh, the first bit of the transaction is flipped. Like before doing the hash or whatever, it's 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 very easy to change any detail of the transaction. And actually, the Bitcoin Cash format has already introduced uh, just a, a number that they could change. That they are already prepared for that. But obviously, if you do that, uh, I mean, if you if you don't, have, if if both sides claim that they are the original one and the other one should be, should do the replay protection in order to fork off, then nobody will do. And you do not want to do replay protection yourself in order to stay compatible with a Trezor hardware wallet. Um, and, and it's, I mean, I've been um, emerged in this Bitcoin Cash community today um, a bit to talk to a few people from different sites uh, because, as a storage, we have to be aware that this fork uh, is likely the upcoming fork now that I did not talk about much yet will likely happen on 15th of November 2020. Or actually, if it happens, it's that date, because Bitcoin Cash has um, twice a year uh, protocol adjustments, 15th of May and 15th of November. And this time they could not agree what protocol adjustments they want to have in there. Um, there are two different visions, two different philosophies, uh, and both claim kind of that they are the original one, um, neither of them wants to um, to move off. I mean, at this point in time, I would say it seems really. I, I do not know which one will come out strong, which one will not. So I, I can understand why none of them would want to resign. I mean, maybe very roughly, this time it again goes around implementations. There there are two visions. One says, okay, what we should do on this on this fifteenth of November, uh, nothing too controversial. We want to change the. Um, difficulty adjustment. Because right now, with Bitcoin Cash and with BCH, and B- I don't even know how to talk about that anymore. So, with Bitcoin Cash ABC and Bitcoin Cash SV around, uh, that both have a very low hash rate um, compared to Bitcoin, uh, if you look at um, how blocks or how quickly blocks are being produced on those two networks, there is really a shift. So, it's, it's a few hours of extremely fast on one, and then it slows down tremendously. And in the meantime, it's a few also very fast on the other. Because because of the the way that the difficulty is adjusted, it goes up and down and up and down. And they want to smoothen that out. Might be a good idea. I I refrain from commenting on that. The most controversial change that they want is they want 8% of the block reward for development efforts so that they can um, hire developers, hire research, uh, invest more in infrastructure and, and all of that and the other side is vehemently opposed to that. Right now, it seems that BCH-ABC, the implementation BCH-ABC, not the protocol, this is why I say I have a very hard time talking about it. So not the protocol BCH-ABC, but the implementation BCH-ABC uh, wants this 8% block reward for them. They are by far the most prominent node implementation. They are the node implementation that, that we run um, here at storage. Uh, so, if we would not change anything on our protocol or on our deployment, uh, we would go with that fork. Luckily for us, it's super easy to change that. Um, other node implementations are a drop-in replacement. We can literally swap that out in a minute with some preparation time that is already ongoing. And the other side uh, has other node implementations, Bitcoin Unlimited, for example, BCHN. that I'm not quite sure how how mature that node implementation is. It's also a drop-in replacement that is being used now kind of as, as the name of that side of the fork, even though the node implementation has a, has a market share of, of all the existing nodes of single digit percent. Um, but all the miners that want that side of the fork now um, now put into the, uh, into the Coinbase transaction are powered by BCHN, something of that type. Not quite sure if they actually use that node, but that's what they, what they write there. Um, what are there is on the BCHN side, not on the BCH ABC side, but the most prominent node implementation is on the BCH ABC side, obviously. And what I find really increasingly, and it's, it's not nice to say that, but increasingly hilarious is um, after the BCH going to BCH ABC and BCHSV, CZ of, of Binance, he tweeted, uh, one thing about the forks, these symbol names will stay. Binance will not support changing of trading symbols later. If anyone asks for for it later, let's refer them back to this tweet. So CZ said that there was BCH before. He will not give that ticker symbol BCH to anyone. It will go to BCH ABC and to BCH SV and will stay there. This is not actually what happened. This was a um, a tweet one day after the fork and and by now. we are two, two years after that. Uh, by now, the, the ticker symbols are BCH and BSV, right? Do you know actually when they changed? Because it was announced that it will never be changed. When was it changed back? So that it's, uh, So from BCH ABC to BCH, and from BCH SV to BSV. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> so. We say it again, this last sentence. When did it happen that Binance changed the ticker symbols from BCH ABC and BCH-SV to BCH and B S V? Now, it was announced, that it never happens. I'm not sure when when it happened. It must have gone by me. Uh, I think that's that's fair enough. Um, but let's let's just stick with that for a second. So the BCH ABC side now forks again into. B-C-H-A-B-C-B-C-H-N and B-C-H-A-B-C-A-B-C. Super <laughs> <laughs> easy. Precisely. So I have, I have no idea how, how any of this will play out. I have no idea who, who, who will get what name. I have no idea who will get uh, which ticker symbol. Um, but all I can tell is that this is to the detriment of everybody. I mean, predictions always don't age well when you publish them as a podcast. But this is really—I said before that I was on the user-activated soft fork side of things, so you can probably guess that I'm not really on the BCH side of things. I'm happy to support it if clients want that. Fine with me. We enable our clients to store BCH. Um, I have I have no no emotions in, in in this fight, except that it's going to hurt everybody. Um, and as I said, I was involved in that community um, today just because I want I wanted to see how likely is it that there will be replay protection? How likely is it um, that that one side will come out much much stronger than the other? And everybody says no clue. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows uh, where the community is. Nobody knows where the developers are. Where the money is? Super fragmented. Yes. Nobody knows if there will be replay protection. Six weeks before the execution of this fork, right so I mean for, 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 forget all of that right if if they would decide tomorrow to add replay protection um, we we at search would need to drop everything to provide our clients with something quickly enough that they have enough time to do their user acceptance test and their rollout deployment before before the fork happens like I mean six weeks is, is really. Um, if you want to play to play professional, if you if you want to be among those coins that are like stored professionally by institutions, no chance that you can pull something like that off with six weeks and not even knowing if or if not there will be replay protection. Not going to win. Uh, Roger Ver tweeted on first of September, so a few few days ago. Um, Bitcoin ABC and Dadalnix. Dadalnix is the lead developer of Bitcoin ABC. So, Bitcoin ABC and Dadalnix have announced that they are forking away from Bitcoin Cash on November 15th. We wish them good luck with their new coin and thank them for the free airdrop to all BC Angel holders. That's of course not the way that Dadalnix would have phrased the same facts, but from from that perspective, it's a it's from perspective of Roger Ver, it's there will be the fork. There will be this other coin. I mean, this—it's a free airdrop, so essentially, getting getting money out of that, right? Selling that, getting a few percent up. is i mean—every time that you fork, um, you leave behind part of the community, and it's—it's um, it's of course a question: how much or which part of the community do you leave behind? There, there can be forks like Bitcoin Diamond that that kind of wear a fork between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Diamond. So, so, there it was really a 100 to zero um, type split of the community. There is no pain in that. That you can do every day. In order to do something which is closer to 50 50, um, that requires really uh, reasons. That requires a, a cultural debate in the community to, to gather so many people behind two different visions. That happens only now and then. But in, in this particular case, I would really argue Bitcoin Cash. I mean, it's it's a top, turning number five. We if you talked to um, a potential clients of crypto storage, many of them were saying, "Yeah, we want the top five coins." Yeah, top five usually included um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin Cash, Ripple, and Litecoin. Those were the, the, the five coins that everybody requested. I cannot imagine that this goes on. Like, I, I this is not a this is not a um, forecast of of a price or anything of that type. But it's the, the more trouble if we have to communicate, communicate to our clients. Say, um, by the way, uh, with your Bitcoin cash holdings, there are probably even only a fraction of your Bitcoin holdings or Ether holdings It is already small. Uh, now you have to go through quite a lot of trouble, or accounting trouble, knowing um, what to um, to allocate to your clients, of of trouble accessing that. Um, so, and, and, and all of that for for a coin. I mean, I I'd I rather I. I I would rather predict that those clients of ours that were asking for the top five half a year ago will start to ask for the top three, not including Bitcoin Cash, rather than going through that struggle. So in this case, it's not a 50-50 split, it's maybe a 30-30 split. And the remaining 40% are just lost. How is, the, how is the community split currently with this Bitcoin Cash? You say like maybe 30, 30 and 40% doesn't really know? No, 30, 40% will be lost. 40% is, is like institutional interest that will just be gone and not come back. Um, I, I don't know and I could not figure it out. BCH ABC has the much better brand recognition, much, much better, because being the most prominent node implementation and because they were the ticker symbol after the last four. So they have Bitcoin, if you talk about like the big Bitcoin Cash fork, then everybody knows that Bitcoin Cash ABC came out the winner of that fork, so it's kind of the, the predestined winner of this fork as well. Um, but the other side has um, Roger Bear has and, and has, has all of that and seems to have more of the, a bit more of the ground support, but that's, that's, that, that's, that's a very momentary um, observation that could be different next week because many people do not even know about this yet, did not make up their mind. So at this point in time, it's impossible to say, and the, the scenario that I'm most afraid of is that with two days lead time, somebody will decide, hey, uh, we need uh, replay protection because <laughs> then it's too late. Is there the same happening like still when there was like only one subreddit and people get censored? Because they were one and not the other, Is the same happening right now? Um, up to now it seems to stay civil. Um, I was surprised to see that uh, when I emerged myself into the community. But I expect um, shit to be thrown over the next month. And... To me it looks like as, as if all of the parties involved, they will lose somehow. Do yes. you see anyone? No, I see nobody winning. No. no, but it's, I mean, what, what else? I mean, one one thing, one quote that I got from, from somebody who's like semi-prominent in the Bitcoin Cash community and got that privately, so I'm not going to lay that out here. But he said, um, looking back at it, looking back at the, at the beginning, looking back at what happened since the Bitcoin Cash fork, um, this fork now was actually in the making since day one. Of the Bitcoin Cash fork. Like it's it's not like um, people considering now do we want to fork, do we not want to fork. It's uh, it's been a slow process and it has been in the making from the very beginning. Which is um, which, which gets me to what I wrote down as a conclusion of the session. Um, namely, I did not find it, and I'm so sad I did not find it, because there is I mean, Roger Baer was the most prominent voice behind splitting Bitcoin Cash off of Bitcoin. Uh, and after Bitcoin Cash SV split off of Bitcoin Cash ABC, there was an, an awesome video by Roger Mare that he published himself on, on YouTube. I couldn't find it now, even though I knew roughly the date. Um, maybe he removed it, uh, where he talked about that he kind of, in a sense, now that it might have been a bad idea to move away, to split away from, from Bitcoin. And I wanted to get that quote from him. If it was very well said. I would, to, to like paraphrase badly, it's been a year since I watched that, the, the value of consensus is so much greater than what specifically that consensus is about. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I would have a time machine, I would totally go back and change a few things on Bitcoin. Do I suggest change anything now? Hell no. That's, that's the most important property is not changing anything and having a very stable consensus about these properties. And I, I think that um, that's something which which some people might have a mind more geared towards, I want to change everything to the way that I want it. And others are more geared towards maintaining consensus. That's, I guess, one of the most important take-home messages here. If you are on the part of the community that forked away, it will continue to fork away. That's like this this prominent saying, uh, if she cheated on him with you, she will cheat on you with somebody else. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I, I cannot say that in my <laughs> Um But 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 yeah, sure. I mean, if you are on the on the path that forked, it will fork, 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 and the, this this will not stop. And it's uh, so that that's that's one of the big takeaways um, at this point. And another one is it seems to be much much easier to rally against something than, than to rally for something and taking very no i shouldn't do that but a, but a political example now uh would be brexit like you can argue for brexit against brexit i don't really care but um but it was a very close decision and um and at the time it was only the question do you want the current status or do you want to change the current status and then I want to change the current status was more than fifty percent. Um, but if you if you then after the fact ask the question, okay, what what status do you want to move towards? Um, then then there is a lot of separation, a lot of of splinters everywhere. And if you would have asked the question in the beginning, do you want status quo or do you want? A uh, hard Brexit, uh, tax union Brexit, soft Brexit, just uh, just punch the EU mm-hmm. in the face Brexit, then probably among those five things, staying as it is would have won with 49 percent compared to the other ones that have like 10 percent each. Yeah, but that, that's the same and That's the same everywhere, and that's <laughs> totally the same here. Like people want to move away from from Bitcoin, people want to move away from Bitcoin Cash. They will. They will, like. Different scale, they can, stress in the end. There's a relevant XKCD about um, about this. It's called Crazy Straw Community. I think. You, you can always. Each subculture can be separated into sub subcultures and sub sub subcultures. Mm-hmm. OK, um, are there any further questions? I think we talked quite a while now. Final question from me. Did we find a term already for forking yourself until disappearance? disappears? exception. <laughs> There's no I'm, consensus on that yet. It's, I mean, I, I did like um, CC's tweet about keeping the the, the symbols, like having the, the origin of, of what forks happened um, in this symbol, in the ticker symbol. And the more you fog, the longer your ticker symbol becomes. Yeah, Good. Um, thank you very much for your attention. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. thank you. This episode was brought to you by Cryptofinance. We are happy to receive comments and feedback. Email your thoughts to research at cryptofinance.ch.